everybody. Welcome back to another video, another podcast episode. Today I have a beautiful interview. I haven't done an interview in a while, so it feels good to be back. And I just want to introduce my dear friend and client slash former client, Michelle. So welcome. Um, and I'm going to have her introduce herself to give you the full spiel. So go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. So my name is Michelle, Michelle Marone, and I have grown up in Connecticut. I've done some higher education around the Northeast in Massachusetts and New York. And a few years ago, I made this huge leap and moved away to Washington State. It was one of the most amazing, just self-healing journeys that I've ever taken. I truly just got in touch with myself and knowing who I really am, what I care about, connecting with nature, just so many things that had gotten lost. Um, and I started two years ago, a journey of children's yoga. Um, I had been introducing just kind of alternative wellness techniques that I used in my own life with mindfulness and sound healing, um, just breathing, things like that. Um, and I found that the kids were so incredibly receptive to it um, that it pushed me to also learn the yoga modality, which has just it has been my soul's true calling. I didn't know it at the time. And thankfully, I had some encouraging uh, friends and family that kind of nudged me in that direction. And it, it's just changed my whole life. I love, I've always loved working with kids. And um, it's just a, such a beautiful way to connect with them. Yoga is so, as you know, as a co-yoga teacher, it's so all-encompassing. It's so much more than exercise or poses that you're doing with your body it's recognizing all the things that you feel and knowing it's okay to feel them yeah. and how are we just having these tools to move through experiences that yeah experiences that are great or those experiences that feel icky and like how are we going to get them out of our body no it's okay to feel that and know that that's just not the truth of who we are just because we're feeling something that maybe doesn't feel good and the little kiddos, it's just such my passion to work with them because kids are people too, you know? It's like sometimes we don't recognize that they're just these little beings with such innocence and purity and wonder that they don't have all the tools and all the experiences of life that we have had that have taught us how to be or how to navigate them. Um, so they definitely always are bringing me back to my own wonder and just like sense of enjoyment of the world um but being able to just really validate them and give them someone who sees them for who they are and just like encourage them to be their unique self right like we're older it's taken us time to get to this place in our lives or certainly for me um and as much as i can just encourage that resilience in kids from the start it just builds them into such a stronger individual and they can just meet their own challenges differently and, you know, and relate to others outside of them, relate to their peers, like notice that kid that maybe is sitting alone or is alone on the playground and just like feel more okay to, to reach out and see how they're doing and build those connections. I love that so much. And I've already, <laughs> already jotted down some different things. So for everybody that's listening or watching this, like we don't have an agenda going into today. We're just letting it flow how it wants to flow. And normally like, I don't know. There's already so much that I want to unpack. <laughs> so much that yeah. I want to explain. So first of all, like, tell us a little bit more about your self-healing journey, like what that looked like, what it took to get you there. Like, 
what that whole process has looked like. Cause I think that'll be really just helpful for anyone else who's in a space right now who where you know, maybe you used to be. So whatever oh feels, you know, good on your heart to speak about whatever feels safe, of course, yeah. you don't have to speak about anything that doesn't feel good, but what, yeah, definitely. So I'm 31. I definitely feel old sometimes. Definitely. When I hit that 30 mark, it made me feel pretty old. Um, but I experienced a lot of trauma with my family growing up when I was really, really little, um, some personal family violence and we moved around a lot as I was a kid when I was really young and even through my teenage years and moving is really hard. Like that is also a trauma. Um, so even just moving like halfway through high school was incredibly difficult for me to start over. Like I was so into school and academics and I was at the top of my class. And then it was like, I was in this whole new space, this smaller little regional school, yeah. had to remake friends and just had different access to classes and things that really shifted like where I thought I would be going for higher education and things like that. And in the midst of that, uh, my boyfriend passed away um, unexpectedly in a car accident. And that, that is just such heavy grief. I mean, at this point, it's been so many years. I feel like I've moved through so much of it, but I mean, I, I wanted to drop out of high school. I, I just didn't know how I was going to function. I had never, very fortunately, I'd never lost anyone in my life before, like grandparents or anything like that. And it was just this feeling that I didn't, I didn't know what to do with it. Um, and so I've always been more drawn to, just like alternative medicine, more holistic medicine. And we um, connected with someone who is a chiropractor kinesiologist and he just has this totally different way of understanding, you know, medicine and the body and all of those things. And I started going to him when I was about 17 years old. It was right after my boyfriend had passed and I was dealing with a lot of health challenges that I had had just like throughout my younger life, lots of pain in the body that we didn't know where the pain was coming from, chronic migraines, um, issues with food, just like so many things that I'd been to so many doctors and specialists and it was like nobody had an answer and I just was sick of not feeling well ever, missing so much school, just like it really just affected my whole life. Um, thankfully working with him I mean he's just an amazing like healer he has so much compassion and so much knowledge and just that giving energy um so that was really my first introduction into this other kind of realm of non-western medicine I, I mean it's still a western medicine form but um he just has such a breadth of knowledge and then when I was 22 um I got really 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 sick I became type 1 diabetic kind of out of nowhere. Um, my chronic migraines were to the point that I was going to the emergency room four or five times a week. I couldn't have a job. Like I had to quit my full-time job. I just couldn't function at all. Um, and I spent several years just going to more specialists, not being able to function in life, um, at all. Like i went to college and got my degrees, but I had to do lots of accommodations with the school because um, I just was missing so, so much of life um, just from not being able to 
even like get up and function in a day without throwing up, being in so much pain that I'm like laying on the floor crying, like all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then several years after that, at 26, I just kind of found someone online who was doing Ayurveda and she was doing these like emotional Ayurvedic trauma healing type of things. And I kind of recognized in myself that I still had trauma that I was aware of that I hadn't been able to clear that I felt was really manifesting a lot of the illness um, in my body. So I started working with this woman. She was really amazing. I worked with her for three or four years um, and did a lot of that just like emotional release and learning the Ayurvedic habits. Ayurveda is this whole lifestyle. It's Indian medicine, Eastern medicine, but it's also yoga is part of it. It's like there's just this whole other way that other countries other than the U.S. like understand health and mind and body and spirit wellness. Um, So I felt like I incorporated a lot of those kind of techniques into my life, like doing more movement and stretching and exercise, um, changing what I was eating, just eating totally organic all the time. Um, It's like, it's expensive and it's hard and it seems like a simple thing. Um, but that in itself just transformed how I was feeling so deeply, um, that I, I've just never turned back since then. I just am very, very committed to the things I put in my body and consume. Um, and even from there, like, I felt like I had done so much healing. I had done so much work, especially the inner work and I still was sick and like, you know, I'm still diabetic. Like it's something that I'm working to heal, but that is for anyone else who's diabetic knows like it's such an all encompassing disease. It just changes your whole life. It's so hard to manage. There's no one size fits all remedy. Like you've talked to me about as a nurse, um, it's so hard. And so I started working with an actual Ayurvedic practitioner, um, who can prescribe medications. So it's very similar to seeing a doctor here. Um, we, he's in Hawaii. He was in Arizona, I think when I first met him. So we just talk over the phone every few months. I order medications from India. Um, and I basically take those the way that I would take medicine that would get like prescribed here. Um, and that has just been really, really deeply, deeply healing for me. Um, I definitely encourage people to look outside of like Western medicine. If you're having those similar challenges of like you, you've been to every doctor and they don't know what's wrong. And like, you're just not meant to live a life of pain. Like every, you're just not. And it can feel like that when you feel like you've done everything. I mean, I've done cranial sacral healing. I've done Reiki. I've I feel like I've done pretty much everything that exists out there and we all just have these different bodies and different things are going to work for us. So herbs, Chinese medicine, um, essential oils, crystal therapy, like all these things just have potential for healing. And it's really just like about being able to see what works for you and then just really trust that because your body knows like you, you don't have to just you know, take medicine forever and accept like, I'm never going to heal this. I mean, I have endometriosis and PCOS and those, I, I barely even say I have them anymore because I feel like I've healed them because 
I've just worked with these other doctors who are like, oh yeah, we don't believe that people have to be on medicine for the rest of their life. Like we believe that there's ways we can fix this. <laughs> so it's been a long, long journey. Um, and the physical geography of it, I guess, is just the other piece that I kind of touched on at the beginning, but didn't really speak more on. I went to a retreat in Hawaii, and that was right before I moved out to Washington. And I mean, truly just going to Hawaii, like feeling the sacred energy there, meeting the people there, seeing this whole different culture, this different way that people were living and realizing like, wait, <laughs> this is what like my soul has been missing. And I didn't even know it existed. And now like, that's all I want to be around is in this different space. And I didn't get quite to Hawaii, but got very far out on the West coast. And it was, it was a dream. I mean, rolling out of bed, going to the beach that's two seconds away, being able to take your lunch break literally on the beach because it's right there. And you're just sitting there like seeing the sea otters and the starfish and the sea. It's like, there's such a whole different world. And like, you're such a traveler too, but I was never like a traveler. Like I never had that in me that was like, oh, there's something I'm missing. There's somewhere else I want to go to like experience. So it's like, my consciousness just wasn't even there yet. And then all of a sudden I realized like, wait, there's this whole world out there that's not necessarily the same as like what life looks like for me here. So I went to this rural area. I had never been to a rural area before. And people like didn't understand where I was coming from. And I was like, wait, but I've never seen a goat. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I mean, I know what a goat is, but like, I've never seen a goat. Like, what do you, what? Like, so people were so like, they would just laugh at me all the time because they're like, who even are you? And I'm like, you don't understand like where I'm from. Like there's buildings and there's not just earth so that just opened up truly like the essence of my being in this way that I didn't even know I was missing out on and then I learned like I love nature I love being outside I love animals like I didn't even think I liked animals (laughs) that's a huge part of who of who you are too so for everybody I know huge part about of who Michelle is as a human. So there's a couple of things I kind of want to circle back to because I feel like this was when I was thinking about having you on. This was exactly what I wanted to talk about was like oh good the, the physical healing and like how different things have manifested and like your journey with Ayurveda. And for those of you guys that don't know, Michelle was a previous one-on-one client of mine. So we spent a lot of time getting to know each other and I've heard so much of her beautiful story. And I was like, okay, like, can you please come on the podcast? <laughs> because I really just wanted to share your energy. And I feel like everything just from like your own healing and like your passion for healing with the children, like it's just so, it's so needed. And I feel like for anyone else out there who is also has that calling on their heart to share these different things, or if you've had a similar experience as Michelle, where, you know, you've had health issues that are like how she was saying, if you're somebody who's been to every single doctor and nobody has an answer for you and you've already pursued these other things, like share that with as many people as you can, because I feel like, especially now, and it's so interesting, the timing of this, because I'm just recently putting together 
an in-person workshop for my girls here who are like young, like young teens. So everybody that's listening, who's in the area, because I'm like, I wish I would have had something like this. Like we're going to do yoga. We're going to meditate like that deep, like healing of like the mind, body, soul. Because I think what happens is especially like things like anxiety or like, and again, mental, like I'm, I think again, if things can just be approached from a more holistic perspective, like this whole, everything would be so different. So I could ramble about it forever. But I guess my first question is like, in terms of find, like, how did you find your practitioners that were super like in this more holistic realm? Like for anybody else who's like, who is at that space where they're like, I would love to find somebody like that. I just don't know where to look. Mm, Yeah. So my chiropractor, it was just through, um, my stepdad's friend. Like it was just, and I do find that a lot. Like when you're looking for a doctor or something, if you feel comfortable, like friends, family, just like people that, you know, like asking for their recommendation and like, who have you felt comfortable with, or even just opening up being that more vulnerable of like, I've tried these things. It's kind of not for me. Like I want to try something different. People have recently been telling me like, they work with naturopaths and have you ever been open to a naturopathic doctor and I could put you in touch with them. So it's like, you don't even know what people have to offer you until you like open that up. Cause we all have just this weird way of being around health where it's like, it feels very private. Sometimes it even feels like there's like shame to it. And it's like, well, I can't talk about that. I'm experiencing this. I just have to show up for work and like pretend like I feel well because I need to have a job and I need to make money. Um, My Ayurvedic doctor, I found through my Ayurvedic mentor and it was someone that she knew. And so I just, I trusted that it would be, um, you know, someone that I felt comfortable with as well. And I have actually recommended him out to other people in my family um, with similar and even different health issues when they've wanted to try more natural people. So definitely I would say like, just look to, your community, even like Facebook, or like, I know you're a super social media guru. Um, when you just put that stuff out there, it's like the answers are actually endless that we don't even know that there's just so many people just have so much information that they see it. And they're like, Oh, because people innately want to help you. Right. So it's like, Oh, I know something. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people too, like, I think it's, I think people are more interested in this type of thing than they're willing to admit. And again, from my own experience as a nurse, and I know you and I have talked about this too, like, I am very, I always say like nurses make the worst patients because I'm like not one of those people who's like, okay, like if I have high blood pressure or anxiety, like my first result is not to get on medication. And that's like a huge thing. And again, this is like not me speaking on underneath my nursing license or whatever, but again, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like ever since I, cause I also had a similar experience with like my health issues and like, it was more so for like my mental health. And I was like, I don't know what the heck is going on. Like, I didn't know really how to manage. Like at the one point I was like very suicidal, like in high school, like just not great, like at all. And it was one of those things where, and this is why I love talking about this because I feel like it just helps to like end that stigma for people is like, I felt like I could not talk about it because people thought I was like crazy. Like I was like, if I talk about this and tell people how I'm feeling, I'm going to be crazy. Or, you know, and my whole thing was I was on anxiety medication at one point. I tried one kind of medication that didn't, it like kind of took my emotions away. It felt like, and I, 
And my boyfriend was the one who pointed it out and was like, mate, like, do you like, let's try without that and see how you feel because you're not the same person. And it was a very gross and it was whatever, but like, that was that, like my mental health was what brought me to yoga and what brought me Mm -hmm. to meditation. So that was like a huge thing. And that's been like my coping mechanism ever since. So for anyone, again, for anyone out there who has not, and again, you don't have to like go see an, like an Ayurvedic doctor or whatever. Like it could literally just be like incorporating more yoga or more wellness practices into your day-to-day life. So that, that snowballs me right into my next question. What are like, it would, if for anybody starting out on this whole, I guess we could say like wellness journey, what would you recommend to start incorporating in their practice? Um, definitely just like becoming aware, not in a critical way, but like literally just having a knowledge of like, what does your daily practice of just life, like getting through the day, what does it look like? Like, what are you doing when you first wake up? Like, what kind of shows are you watching on TV? Like, are they scary and like horrified like there's lots of kind of awful stuff in there like everything that we consume whether it's through you know that we're eating it or we're putting it on our body or we're reading it hearing it seeing like we have to digest that stuff through our body Mm -hmm. so I've gone through periods of time where I literally don't watch any tv at all or like the only thing I'm listening to is like stand-up comedy because I'm just like all I want to do right now is like laugh laugh, and I don't want to like watch this heavy stuff that I'm like, okay, I'm already like living this. (laughs) Like I don't need to watch it as well. Like it's too much. We inundate ourselves. So definitely just what you're consuming, like, especially I think through like TV, but I mean, it could also be like the things you're listening to on podcasts, like People like to listen to like those, you know, serial killer, like documentaries. I've never understood it. I've never, and I'll kind of supplement to what you're saying too, as we go through these, but for anybody, instead of just like wiping TV out completely, fill it in with like YouTube videos, podcast episodes that are like uplifting and like fulfilling for your soul, because Mm -hmm. that will make a world of a difference. The other thing I was going to say is like, be very mindful of the people that you're around and the conversations that you're having. That's what I wanted to ask. So go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, and it can feel weird too. Like when you start to do those things, cause you recognize like, okay, I don't like this energy. I don't like this whole like experience. And it feels weird to have those healthy boundaries and be like, okay, I'm like not even participating in this like maybe I'm going to remove myself from the situation or I'm just not going to engage or like whatever the case may be because then the ego starts telling us like well what do they think about me or or all these things and it's just like I think that's what the yoga and the breath work and everything is most helpful for when they you get that chattery mind right it's like your your thoughts are racing and the ego is telling you all this stuff and you have to be like, okay, but like, let's come back into our body for a minute and just move the sensation from the mind into the body. Like there's so many breathwork techniques that I'm sure, you know, from yoga and meditation, just as well as I know that 
I'll do it with the kids. And I'm like, you literally have to do one of these breaths <laughs> and we're moving into our parasympathetic nervous system so that our whole nervous system of the body is calming down just because we decided to focus on our breath for one breath. Like literally go to the bathroom at school and do this and like just calm yourself down for a minute because oh it's so hard it's like this life is like it's so individual but it's so collective and we're all just like enmeshed with each other but we're so like on our own just like life journey and it's like you have to just last year and everything that's happened over this last year all navigating this huge shift as a collective but also like so many people are struggling with things behind closed doors that you don't even know about Yeah, you know, and I feel like too. It's like when they say like take care of your side of the street when it comes to like this, like especially with the yoga and the meditation and being able to process your emotions and like these are things that I certainly did not learn growing up. My parents didn't know exactly. how exactly they raised me, so how could I learn that? Like that was a huge yes. thing, which I think yeah. we all really yeah are like agree agree on that. And it's like I don't know. I feel and I I I love that with like the breath, like just breathing through to help almost like dissipate like you know, that whatever it is, thought, emotion, like whatever it is that you're feeling in your body. Cause especially for me, like with anxiety, like I feel it in my chest and it gets like really tight. And I'm like, and if I, if, when I have those anxious days, the only thing I want to do is lay in my bed and not get up and do anything. But I'm like, that's not going to help. Especially if I'm sitting there scrolling on social media and looking at everybody else is doing on their lives. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. Like, so it's just, I think we just live in this. And it's, it's funny that you were calling me a social media guru because these last couple like days I've just been like I don't even want to be on this like I don't know what it is but I'm like I love the creating content I love like doing things in solitude or recording episodes like with other high vibrational people there's just so much comparison out there of like oh like well that person's kind of doing something similar to me like and they're 5 million steps ahead of me and now I feel like a piece of shit when in reality like we have to shift that back to like I woke up today. Like I'm grateful enough to have another, you know what I mean? It's just like going yes. back to the simplicity of life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that was like a huge thing. And I think too, with the thoughts and the emotions, like I, and I remember being so afraid to like be alone. So like, I remember being like, I have so much going on in my mind that I'm like, I don't want to sit in my own thoughts. Like it's way too overwhelming. Yes. And yeah. the moment that I started my yoga and my meditation practice and I was like, I could just feel that like physical release like I'm like there's nothing to be afraid of <laughs> like I, I yeah. have that power within you so yes. I'm sorry I keep interrupting go ahead no oh my gosh no not at all yeah totally yeah just totally relevant I mean it's I it. it's exactly like I know we're just on the same page about so much stuff because and I just learned I won't out your age that you're so much younger than I thought <laughs> you were I knew you were younger than me I did not know how young you were so maybe you told you before but you're like I blocked it out (laughs) I've missed this whole conversation before we started recording but go ahead (laughs) but like literally with the kids lately like at nannying he's they usually can use technology and like tv and all that stuff and then lately that's kind of been taken away and it's like you can't play on your switch you can't do this and I have had trouble coming up with stuff to do and I'm like 
what is wrong with you? Like you didn't even have like a phone until high school. Your phone was a flip phone. Like texting wasn't a thing. Like remember what you used to do when you were bored? Like you would just have to think of stuff talking about yourself. Like make up a game. Use your imagination. It's, it's so funny, but like, yeah, just all of the technology advancements, it has brought us out of our own body, I think, is what it is. Because it's just as you're talking about, like, you feel you have felt scared to sit with your own self, to sit with those feelings. And I know so many people who have had that same experience, including myself, it's like, you just do more and more and more and you push yourself because then when you're busy, you don't have to think about it. And then it's like, you're at work, you feel anxious. Like I've been at the back of a classroom, like working in a K through 12 school, just feeling anxious, like for no reason. And the way that I've dealt with it is I'm like, we're literally just going to pay attention to our breath for however long we need to, like the 50 minutes of class, or like, hopefully it won't take that long, but like, just focus on this present moment. There's just you don't actually need your mind to be racing back to the past or racing forward to all of these things that it's like, why are we worried about these things when we can't change them? We just have right now. And like, what are we going to do with right now? And as you know, like the energy you're putting out there, the thoughts you're thinking, give off this vibration to attract everything else that's coming into your life and your sphere. And I mean, I certainly don't believe that we like are attracting negative things necessarily ever or you know i know that's a way of thinking in this realm that like well you're thinking bad things so that's bringing bad things into you even if you're not like consciously doing that but i do think that just like what you're thinking about it changes your whole just like mood energy like mindset so it's not that like you're creating something negative but maybe you're just like more prone to get like really frustrated and annoyed and like not be very mindful in your response to something or or just like look at the negative instead of the positive because there's probably always a negative and a positive right like i can go for a walk and literally see a slug and like that's made my whole i saw a slug like two weeks ago and i'm still excited about it so i'm like i saw a slug and i picked it up and like it was so fun (laughs) but i could have been like it's raining and i don't feel good and i don't want to be at work right now and this kid is heavy and i have to hold him and there's no stroller and instead i'm like we found a slug! So it's just, it's so much like, what are you just focusing on? You have to focus on those little positive things all the time. Like you always have to celebrate the little wins because they are the big wins. Like we don't have to wait for our birthday to like celebrate. It's like, I had an awesome interview or like, I did my resume today, even though I, it was hard and I didn't want to, but like, I'm really proud that I did a good job. Like, you have to recognize those things and love your own body. That's the best advice I ever got in my whole life, truly, was my sister told me once, when something bad happens to you or you're just feeling really bad, like buy something for yourself, like treat your body some way so that your body still knows that you love it, even though you feel icky. And she doesn't even remember telling me that. I mean, it was years ago and I brought it up to her before and she's like, I don't even remember that. I'm like, you changed my whole life when you taught me that because it's just so true. It's so important. Like what, two months ago when I bought myself peonies at the grocery store and I was just like so excited because it's like, 
why can't I do that for myself? It's just something nice. It made me so happy. I still have the dried flowers like in a vase in my living room and they're going to bring me happiness for so long. It's just like, we don't have to do even anything crazy. It can be so small, just this little act of kindness to yourself. It's so important. It's just so important. And it makes such a huge, and I remember like, and I talk about you guys, if you're listening to this and you've been with me for a while, you're like, Sydney, you talk about this all the time, but it's so, (laughs) with the whole, like, I think for so long and so many people are so focused on, and I remember you and I having conversations about this as well, being so focused on like, I want that, that one person to come in my life and fix and make me feel beautiful and loved and important. And I think it's such, again, it's a societal standard. We're like expected to grow up, get married, have kids, like whatever. And if you're not yeah. dating anybody and you're, if you're single, it's like, oh, well, like what's wrong with you? And it's like, that's a total like low vibrational way of thinking obviously and I love what you were saying about like you know obviously if you're thinking negatively and you're having a bad mental health day for example you're not like creating an awful life but again like it's the little moments of like the appreciation versus like looking at what's going wrong and I think that's important and again that also ties back to like not watching the tv that makes you feel anxious or and you know what I mean focusing on things that help you with your self-esteem and help you with your self-love so that that becomes like your natural way of thinking because that raises your vibration and that brings in beautiful things that you want like it's a whole it's a whole thing and I think with the the topic of like relationships and like the self-love like for anybody out there and again I, I will preach this until literally the day I die because this is like how I manifested my partner like we I don't know. And we, we've known each other for forever, but again, like, and I still, and if for people that are also in a relationship and maybe you're married or you've been with somebody for a long time, like this stuff is still important. And I'm remembering that now because we've been together for six years and I'm like, okay, like I'm noticing some codependency stuff. Like, you know, what do, and I think the best question you can ask is like, how do you want that other person to show up for you? Like for me, like, how do I want Domin to show up for me? Like, oh, I want him to take me on dates. I want him to buy me flowers. I want him to whatever right and it's like okay so instead of putting that like lack onto another person to like fulfill you because like it's not their job like I love them to death but like (laughs) I don't know it's like we have to remember that the people when you're in a relationship are also people who also have needs and also like are broken in pieces that we don't know and like that's how you know so that's why I think self-healing is so important in general yes with sorry, the whole thing. I can, I can go on about it all day, but really like, yeah. again, for, if you've been thinking like, oh, I need that one person to show up for me in this way, or I would love to have somebody, you know, a, specifically a, like a romantic partner show up for you in a certain way. Don't prolong your happiness by thinking like, oh, I have to wait for that person to come into my life. And instead, like ask yourself, how do you want them to show up for you and start to do that for yourself? Like if you want them to buy you flowers, buy the flowers. That was Michelle's example. Like (laughs) things that are, I don't know. It's like romanticizing your own life and dating yourself and like getting back into that like romantic mode because like, I don't know. I just think that's a really important thing to say because I feel like so that's such a huge, not issue, but that's a a thing that a lot of people struggle with is like, oh, this one person is going to fix me. And it's like, but they're not like, and if you're broken when you're with them, they're not going to make you not broken. (laughs) Like that's not... I don't know. It's like that whole conversation, but anyway. Yes. And that really relates too to like what you're going to be doing with the girls because especially, I mean, think back to that time, right? It's like, 
you feel like, especially then, if you're not dating someone, there's something wrong with you. People don't like you. You're not beautiful enough. You're an, or, or whatever the case may be. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, like we still have to love ourselves first and foremost, like before that's how we're going to show people to love us. Right. So Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're, they're lucky to have you. That's going to be so amazing. I can't wait it's to hear funny about story. that. I'll tell the story on here really quickly, but it's a funny story how, so I like have been working with girls, like coaching volleyball for like six years now. It's been a while. It's been a while. Oh, wow. And it's normally this age group of like middle school, maybe like a little earlier, like a little younger into like, I'd say like ninth, 10th grade, like whatever around that age group. And I had an appointment with my lady at the bank like last week and I went in and I was talking to her and it was not the normal person that I normally meet with. I like met with her. So it was already like, I feel like the universe like conspired for us to meet. Oh yeah. Like it was a total, (laughs) so I'll tell the story. So I sit down with her and I, and I was telling her like about my business and what I do and whatever. And she's like, that's amazing. But have you ever thought of like doing it for like people, like young girls in the area? She's like, I have a 14 year old Mm. daughter who like I feel like needs this, but she won't listen to me because I'm her mom and I'm not cool. And that's what every parent I've talked to is like, they won't listen to me about it because like, yeah. I'm just their mom, whatever. And I'm like, and, and again, I remember, so anywho, we're talking and I said like, it's funny that you say that because I already coach volleyball and I have a space that I can rent out for something like this. She's like, yeah, the space is just so hard to find. And you know how, you know, so that was like a whole thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, like I already work with girls that age. So I already have like a huge like I already know so many of these families in the area and mm-hmm. um we were talking more and she's like yeah like have you ever like th- thought about teaching yoga and I was like oh my god I'm like yes like, <laughs> and I'm like I have like one more module for my teacher training that like needs to be done but I have my group fitness certification so I'm like I technically can teach with that so we were like talking and she's like oh my like you have to do this she's like this like this needs to be brought into like the community she's like even if you did so what it is i'm going to host like in person workshops like around self love and self confidence and like wellness for them and then like teach a yoga class at the end and that's like what the first one is but then and it's just so weird how it's unfolding because i felt some like I don't know, like, and you know this because again, you've been with me and you're, uh, we talk about the business things all the time. There's been like weird energy for me around my business and around like what I'm offering and like, not in a bad way, but it just, the energy hasn't felt as exciting as it normally feels for me. Yeah. Kind of new, like, and I've been like praying about like what the next thing was going to be that comes in. And then I talked to the lady at the bank and she was telling me all, she's like, dude, this would be an amazing thing. And like people, like nobody's doing this here. And I was like, you're so right. And I just remember like that little girl version of me would have loved something like this. Like, I just feel like it's so important to teach. And like, I feel like I wouldn't have struggled with so much if I would have had something like this. So fast forward, I was telling one of my coworkers at like the hospital that I work at about this. And she's like, Oh my God, her daughter's in seventh grade. Like I'm going to sign her up. And she's like, have you like ever thought about doing like teen life coaching? And I'm like, Oh my God, like the universe just keeps putting little things in front of me. Like, it's just so crazy (laughs) how it unfolds. But I'm so excited. Like, I'm like, this is kind of, I feel much more called to this right now than like what I've been doing. And I just, I don't know. It's like, life's just a freaking weird thing where you have no idea where you're going to end up, but you just go along for the ride. (laughs) Yes. And just like being open to those experiences with people because it's like, yeah, there's that happened for such a reason, right? It's, it's not like that was just something (laughs) like, I know. 
Yeah, that that's amazing. That's, that's really amazing. Yeah. Yes. And you also could probably use that for like your practicum if you if that's the part you have left oh, is to so just do cool. your video. Just video yourself teaching that, dude. <laughs> Every time we keep talking about it, I'm like, okay, that's one more thing. Like, and there were, and it's just so funny because like, everyone's like giving me a little piece of like, yeah. and as I talk about it and I'm like, I don't even have to think about it. Like, it just keeps coming. So yes. I think about that. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, like, it's not like hard to do. I mean, yeah. I just like videoed myself in my living room, but if you're doing a class anyway, I mean, you might as well. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, what was I going to talk about? So just going back to, I have, so in terms of like the children's yoga and like all of the beautiful work that you do with that, do you have any like advice, rituals, or like maybe resources for parents? Like if you have any parents that are listening to this who have a young, like a young child who feel like they could benefit from this, like I know the classes that you teach and like also anything else that you think would be beneficial for them? Yeah, like honestly, so much. I mean, obviously I did the 200 hour like yoga, yoga certification. I'm almost done with my 95 hour kids yoga certification. I actually did that one first. Um, I have had to still self-teach myself like pretty much everything. Like you just learn the foundations and the basics. And now it's like, I have to create these classes all the time, I have to make them interesting for the kids. Like an hour of yoga with kids virtually is a lot of yoga. It is no joke. <laughs> like it's so different than teaching like an adult class where you're just like flow to flow to flow, just breathe, you're amazing, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, we have to do like this pose, this pose, like all this. You're too active right now. Let's do frog jumps. Let's right. do this. Oh, by the way, do this breathing and like, do you feel icky? Because those feelings matter. And like, it's just so much that goes into it. So honestly, I am such a Googler. Like, I Google everything. And so anytime I think of like, I want to do a class about the new moon in Aquarius, I'm like, yoga poses for new moon. And like, 8,000 resources come up. And I pick what I like from here and there and I put it together. That's YouTube funny. is insane. I mean, I honestly don't even really understand how YouTube works because I feel like people like somehow get paid, but like I'm not paying for it and I don't even know, but like <laughs> YouTube is incredible. You can find, and there's people just like the people who have found you that love your energy, just how I found you and loved your energy. Like that's what you're going to find through the videos. So like, if the first one you find you don't like, or the kid doesn't like connect with it, don't give up like right away because there's so, yeah, there's just so many resources and it doesn't have to be like an hour long yoga class. It can literally be like, you look like you are so hyper and active and have so much energy right now. Like, let's do this funky kind of jump. Like, make it up. The kids make up poses all the time that they show me. I showed them, like, the superhero, like, supergirl thing. And the kid, he was hilarious. He was, like, four years old. He's like, that looks like a chicken. And he started flapping. Then we should call this the chicken. And I'm like, you're right. Like, we definitely <laughs> should. They're crazy. And so I, I always, like, especially once the kids know me a little bit and are comfortable with me, even with my own niece. Like I, I give them the authority of like, do you want to show me a pose? Like, do you want to lead the class? And they get so excited. So like 
just putting that out there, you know, maybe you're a mom, you're super overwhelmed right now, you're trying to cook dinner, this kid's crying, needs a bottle and a diaper change, this kid is like off the wall, you don't know what's going on, like, just ask the older kid, like, hey, do you know how to do, like, the starfish, like, maybe you don't even know what the starfish is, right, just make it up, and they're like, uh, yeah, of course, or, like, I think so, or I don't know, like, can you show me, could, like, wait, could we, like, do it together, like, you just have to just pose it in, like, a fun, like, way, yeah. they don't need to know that you're, like, overwhelmed, or you're making something up off the top of your head, like, you, it's just, like, it becomes really fun, like, what they're, what we're doing all the time, and especially what kids are doing all the time, they're stretching their bodies in ways that is yoga, and they don't even know that it's yoga. <laughs> it's like, you know, yoga seat is just sitting with crisscross legs. Like what kid doesn't know how to sit with crisscross legs? <laughs> and then you tell them, wow, this is a yoga pose right now. And they're blown away. Like, wait, what? I'm doing yoga like all the time. Are you kidding? Like, Love it. so it, it can just be really fun. Like there's endless resources out there to just quickly look on your phone, look online or literally like make stuff up. I'm telling you, like <laughs> nobody, it, like how did this stuff get come up with in the beginning, right? Like somebody made it up. Right, right. No, <laughs> they caught on. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And I love that this is even like, I love that kids can eat, like obviously kids can do yoga, but I love that there are resources that are like incorporating this when they're so little, because like you think about it and like how our brains form and everything, like our subconscious mind, like forms up until what age, like seven. Yes. Well, the primary, you know what I mean? Primarily of yeah. it. So they're like little sponges. So if you're teaching mm -hmm. them things and like showing them like how to love their body and what their body's made, you know what I mean? Like that is going to take them way farther than like, than you even imagine or can realize. And if you're like, like you said, if you're like cooking dinner and you're like, Hey, like, do you want to do yoga class? Like we can put one on, on the TV and you can do it while I'm cooking. Like that alone, that could become their favorite hobby and they'll do it all yeah. the time. And then they're going to grow up to be like, and emotionally, like they can regulate their emotions. Like that's amazing. So it I just really think, is. I don't know. I'm always, and obviously I'm not a mom yet, but I'm like, I just, I just think this stuff is just so important to teach these little, these little people as young as they can. Like, yes, I don't know. I just, and I, and I see, and again, those conversations that I've had with parents, like about this whole thing that I'm putting together, they're like, I, they're like, I've been like looking for a coach for my daughter. I'm like, She's like 12. And I'm like, that's amazing. Like, I wish I would have had someone that I could talk to about like every aspect of my life that I didn't feel comfortable talking to my mom about. That's yes. not like a therapist or like, you know what I mean? Like, it, obviously like I am a professional and I, I am trained in what I do, but it's like that relatability of like, oh, like you were in my shoes, like not that long ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just mm -hmm. think like, I don't know. That's why I love having different guests on this podcast too, because I'm like, we all have such different, beautiful, unique, like offerings and perspectives and like experiences that's why I always start with like tell us your story so we can just hear like about the I don't know because I feel like it resonates more than we know especially yeah. I don't know I just think it's beautiful so so great okay I'm going to circle back to a couple more things so with I know you said like so often and we'll kind of end on this unless there's anything else that comes up for you but with, with like the whole like workaholic tendencies, because you know that I am like that. Like we are very similar in that where it's like, we work to like, uh, not even realizing it, but like the more that I work, the more I'm avoiding what I don't want to look at about myself. Um, so if you have anything that you want to share on that or any advice for anybody who might be feeling the similar way. 
or um, you can tell me your experience, whatever feels good. Yeah, I mean, I think, and maybe I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm sh you probably do, given that you have these same tendencies. It's like if you don't make the time, your body is going to make the time for you. And that literally just happened to me this past weekend where I missed two days of work. I never miss work, literally ever. Like I can be dying and I will be at work. <laughs> and I was so sick. I couldn't drive. I couldn't function. Like I was shaking. I just, I felt terrible. And I know that so much of it is like, emotional circumstance and like all these things that just finally decided to physically manifest. And then right after I had those two days where I didn't work, then I all of a sudden started feeling all those feelings that I'd been pushing away because I just was so busy that when I get home, I'm so tired that it's like, I don't even want to shower, let alone do anything. And so that's the hard thing for me. And I certainly hope other people can just like recognize it more and honor it more so they don't have to get to that breaking point because it's like once I do finally feel the thing then there's like no turning back like <laughs> now it, it won't go away it's like we're here thank you for finally acknowledging us we were trying to tell you in your head 5,000 times and I guess your body got the message through <laughs> which like nobody wants to be in pain so like that sucks to begin with right so you don't even want to get to that point physically anyway um but yeah i mean you just you have to feel stuff you have to acknowledge like what is going on like with your your soul is just such a big part of you right like the essence of like who you are like what you care about the work you want to do in the world i know we both definitely believe that like you don't need to be doing like miserable work like that's not why we are alive right, <laughs> and right. so like <laughs> there needs to be some happiness in the work that right. you're doing right. or at least like neutrality so it's not like a detriment to your soul at the end of the day yeah. um but yeah, I mean, and I, I know for me, it's just like, it's trauma responses still that like, I will even like on a long car journey, as soon as I stop and stop at a rest stop or something, that's when it hits me that when I get back in the car and then I'm like, wait, how do I have like three more hours? Whereas like, if I didn't stop, I would have just been going hard. Like you just push past it. And it's this like emotional bypass and, and like a spiritual bypass because we're ignoring our own intuition. And I mean, this is just like, I feel like a broken record in my kids yoga because this is like how I start like every class is like, oh, and all we're doing in yoga is like learning to listen to our bodies. So like if you didn't learn anything else today, and like I'm sure they're sick of hearing it. But it's going to go in their little minds and it's going to help them. So <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, this is literally all that we're doing. And like yoga is a practice. And like, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I just, you have to give yourself the space to feel it. And hopefully you do have some sort of like healthy things that you have on your tool vault already, or that you're like open to incorporating something new to just see how it makes you feel like the self-care. Like I know you have a really great self-care practice and like try to really like incorporate that every week, but like a simple thing of like, you know, using a salt scrub in like the shower. Like I like to make my own little salt scrubs or like sage your space or 
you know, do some decluttering and cleaning just to like clear out the energy. And there's just so many things, right, that we can do. And just try to listen to yourself before you get to that point where it becomes like a crisis because literally your body will ultimately get there. Like no matter what you can push it away. And for some people it's years and years and years, right. That they can push it away before they get to that breaking point. But at some point (laughs) your body is going to let you know if you've been ignoring your mind and your spirit that like you need to do something about it. And you, we recognize, right, like through meditation and yoga and and just like who we are, that we're not that bad feeling. That's not the essence of who we are. It's just a feeling. We all have these feelings. It's okay to feel them. And we actually have to feel them to move them through us. So we don't want to feel it because it feels awful. But the more you do anything to push it away, I mean, that could even be taking a medication to like push pain away then it's like numbing it and and at some point it's going to come back to you so trying to just have that moment even if it feels crappy like like me in the back of that classroom at work like having an anxiety attack like ah my mind is just going crazy and i'm like okay but like we're just going to get through this and we're just going to breathe and all you have to do is just stand here and breathe and and that's the whole thing you just have to exist and we're going to like make it through the other side of this so just incorporating that tiniest little bit of mindfulness, if you can, like a mindful breath, anything, so that your body at least knows you're acknowledging what it's telling you on some level. Even if you can't, you know, wildly journal out at that moment or something, like just because we have to just let our body know that we're recognizing the things it's telling us because that's how we ultimately feel safe in our body. And that just goes all the way back to the whole nervous system and everything. It's just like, we have to feel safe in our own bodies to be able to just like function at all. So I know it's a whole lifestyle and everything, especially in our country, our culture to like be so productive and like just have such a packed life, but there's definitely beauty in bringing in that more restorative, divine, feminine, and just try to be a little more balanced. Because there's, there's value to both of those things. And so we have to figure out a life that feels good for us. And it's not going to look the same for everybody, but there, there just has to be some level of balance or you're going to completely just fry out. (laughs) Well, and I, I resonate so, so much with that. Like if you don't listen to how you're feeling and if you keep trying to push it down, your body will tell you, or the universe will make some shit happen that makes you slow down. Like my car accident, getting mono. I got the, like, literally like such a bad case of mono when I was a junior in high school. That's what got me into my personal growth journey. Cause I was at home, like literally bedridden when I'll, I've been, I like played sports growing up. I was like the president of everything in my friggin' school. I was always with my friends. Like I was very busy. And again, that's something else that I feel like And that's what I'm excited to incorporate into this like workshop that I'm doing with these girls is like, you don't have to be doing something 24 seven. Like you don't have to always be go, 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 go and learning the balance and whatever. But yeah. And I mean, even I think for me too, and I I wonder if it's similar, I'm sure it's similar for you as well. Like when I have those moments of like, my body's like telling me, like, I just got sick a couple weeks ago and it was one of those things where like, I need a break. Like I'm burnt out. I need a break. 
Yeah. And I didn't want to journal. I didn't want to meditate. I didn't, I didn't do any of it. I literally just let myself sit in how I was feeling and just let myself be a little miserable because like, I just needed to feel it. And then I don't know. So it's just interesting. I think we, we push so much about like the self-care habits and the rituals and the things, but like when you make it really simple, it might just be like talking to somebody that you trust about how you're feeling or I don't know, like taking a day off of work if you can to just like relax and do nothing like and watch, watch TV that makes you laugh and that makes you feel good. Or like take yourself to the grocery store, like to target, like get yourself a coffee, just do things that aren't that. Cause again, and I've been trying, I've been kind of struggling with the balance between like the deeper, like inner work with like the emotional healing, but also just like letting myself live and enjoy my life. Cause like, we don't need to be fixed. Yes. You know? Yeah. So that's a big thing that's been coming up. So uh, is there anything else that is on your heart that you want to share? No, I think this was so wonderful. I think everything, yeah, that was meant to be said that people need to hear is out there for people. So it's, yeah, thank you so much. It's it's so nice just always talking to like-minded people, like you say, or like people on your same frequency. It just makes such a difference. It's like you leave just feeling so much I know this was so, so happy I always say I'm like the Grinch in my heart like grew like three times like, yes. <laughs> it's like that's like the only reference I have to like describe that like expansion of just like love that like I feel so <laughs> so glad we got it I'm so glad we could do it like in this timing too because I again I feel like I've just been like and again with this whole digital age like yes there's so much beauty of like like following like-minded people but like this like person to person connection with somebody who just gets it is like yeah like nothing else so thank you so much for just being who you are and for coming on and sharing all of your wonderful energy because I feel like I'm just like it just feels so good to be around you so thank you so much (laughs) Um, (laughs) thank you (laughs) is there any um how should I leave it like where can people find you? I know you said social media has been kind of iffy, but where can they find you? Where can they find your work? Where can they find the children's yoga? All of that. Um, yeah. So I work through, um, a company I contract with called class over and that's where I digitally teach. Um, every week I do virtual yoga classes there. So you could sign up that way. And I made myself a website as well called Selkie snail holistic wellness. Um, so you could find me there.com, um, (laughs) and sign up if you wanted to do it that way. We could do classes through zoom or if people are more local, then, um, we could do some things in person as well, or like outside in a nice outside space. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love, I love working with all people, but kids truly have my heart. Um, so just giving the kids those skills to just just meet life a little bit differently, a little bit more supported. Um, it's, it's really amazing. And I actually, the last thing I will say it, cause it just came to mind. Um, I often have kids who come and learn yoga with a parent, um, even virtually I've had kids show up with their parent and it's, oh, it's interesting. Cause it's like, you never know that's going to happen or like you don't expect it to happen. Um, but it's really beautiful because the parents always say to me, well, I want to be able to do this with my kids, like at home. Like, I don't want it to be like a once a week kind of thing. I want to have the same tools. Um, so that's always just something really beautiful that people can be open to as well. Even like you said, of like looking at the YouTube videos, like just do it together a little bit. It's something that they will value and cherish so much. Like you don't need to go to 
any crazy person like me or anybody, like there's so much information out there that you can just find to incorporate this stuff into your life and just see how it makes a difference. Amazing. Well, for everybody listening, I cannot recommend Michelle enough if you do have a little one that you would love to get into all of these practices. So please check her out. I will leave everything linked below in the show notes and in the description. So I'll have her send me all her links. That way, if you guys want to get in touch with her, please, please do. Um, And thank you again so much for being on here and just for your beautiful soul and who you are as a human. Thank you, Sydney. It's so great to see you looking so radiant. I hope you have a great rest of the day. (laughs) And I'm definitely looking forward to hearing everything new that's going on with with you as well. Amazing. All right, my love. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) Bye.